You're listening to PodcastJuice.net. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to PodcastJuice.net. My name is Michael Dean, and you're listening to The Prince Podcast. I've got a special show for you today. I've been calling this show in my mind, Young Guns, but then I thought about, I don't know if I want to put guns in there. So we're going to say this is the, the, the real new power fans, new, new power generation, some, some new blood, some different perspective. Joining me today is a guy you may have seen online. I'm sure you have if you listen to this show. We have Mr. Jesse Jenkins. How are you? <laughs> What's up, you guys? Man, it's, it's, it's a pleasure having you on. I've been wanting to connect with you for a while, uh, so it's good to have you on here. For those who do or don't know, uh, Jesse has a YouTube channel uh, where he does a lot of great reviews and commentary uh, about prints and the albums. That's how I came across him. Uh, so we'll get into that, but definitely check that stuff out. Also, we have Mr. Brandon on the show, and he's been on the show before. But Brandon, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Mike, uh, and the rest of the guys on this panel. Um, just it's always an honor to be on this show. So thank you for having me. Oh man, for sure. Thank you for coming on. Uh, again, another uh, YouTube channel that we have to check out. We'll, we'll get the names, everything, but a great commentary on music. Uh, and also with the great uh, commentary on Prince activities as well. So we'll get into that. And then last but certainly not least, we have uh, Crystal, who has been on this show before. Uh, Crystal, in my opinion, for me, uh, as a person doing this show, this is somebody who from the gate has supported Podcast Juice. We got some little audio thing going there. But has supported Podcast Juice from the jump. Uh, has always putting in, has contributed uh, to making sure this thing is running. So I'm always going to pull her into uh, any opportunities <laughs> I can to have around here. So, Crystal, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's nice to be on again. I kind of miss being on here, so I'm ready to talk some prints. Right on, right on. All right, so uh, <laughs> let's get things going. Uh, first, I wanted to do is ask how you guys got into prints. So, you know, one of the points of doing this show today is I wanted to get some different perspective from, let's say, younger fans viewpoint of how they got into prints you know a lot of us or at least for me you know i will say um you know purple rain was sort of the thing that set it off uh for me uh-huh. I, I had heard of prints before and you kind of saw him bubbling a little bit but you know wasn't super aware of who he was and certainly wasn't all into it and then you know purple rain comes out you know shocks the world and all of a sudden whoa this guy is what, what is this you know and, and you go and you go back <laughs> mm-hmm, and listen mm-hmm. to the to uh, a few of the older albums at that point and you're like mm-hmm. oh that was, oh you know what i mean and so then and then from there you know he's just busting your head every year with something new <laughs> that you know you can't yeah. even explain mm-hmm. but uh you know i've come across fans who weren't around during those times and you know i've come across people who are like yeah when i heard diamonds and pearls or you know uh, thirty-one twenty-one. I was oh, I was enamored, you know, and I went back and and did it. So I want to get that kind of perspective. I think it's interesting, particularly going forward. You know, where Prince is uh, headed. You know, you sort of have almost sometimes you have two camps of fans. You got those who are just beholden to the eighties, uh-huh. and I may have a foot in that. You know, mm. um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it don't sound like that. <laughs> and then you have, you know, other is like, yo, I, I appreciate both sides and the guy grows and this and mm-hmm. that. So 
I wanted to get into that. I'm gonna stop running my mouth. So I'm gonna start with uh, Jesse. I'm gonna start with you. Um, um, how did okay. you? Let, let, so let me ask you a question. All right. Uh, when did you first hear of Prince, and then, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, when did you go all in and dive deep into? Uh, <laughs> Prince? Um, Prince was not pr- played at our house because I came from a really Christian kind of home, and my dad and everyone knew about him, but he was never really on. So I would say uh, the first time was really accidentally while looking for, <laughs> this sounds crazy, but I was listening to, I, was, I think I was downloading LimeWire and I wanted to listen to some Fred Hammond song and a door came on instead. Interesting. And huh. I was like, who is this? And it sounded really good. And then I looked up Prince and the Black Album came up and I heard When Two Are In Love. But it wasn't, I would say the first full album uh, was really um, the Black Album. Uh, really? That's when I really got it. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's the first time you heard. What was the thing that you said? Okay. This guy. Tw- is, it's a guy. Uh, the first 2010, I heard that someone put the whole review. They reviewed the the 2010 album, mm-hmm. and they had at the time the songs on it <laughs> before he removed it all. And I heard beginning endlessly, and that was like, whoa, that was it, beginning endlessly. Wow. So let me get this straight, because a lot of people. We have they they have something to say about twenty ten. <laughs> I know, and, and I, I think know. the album is dope. The album is dope to yeah. me. But so beginning endlessly on the album twenty ten, that was the trigger point where you just said you that know was what? like <laughs> <laughs> that's that's tight, man. Yeah, the title and everything because it's been literally like I've been beginning endlessly, but it's that song. I heard it. I I, I couldn't. Just the sounds, I'd, I've never heard anything like that for some reason, I, at that point in my life, especially coming into my musical understanding. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, yeah, that was it. Again, again, it's me. Okay. Um, and so that, yeah, that's 2010. It's only a few years ago. Uh, well, yeah. let me ask you this, if you don't mind. How old are you? I'm 23. 23. All right. I wish I yeah. go back to 23. <laughs> if I had the, the mindset of today, and go back to 23. But, um, so 2010, beginning in the sleep, what was the uh, first album after that that you got into of Prince's? See, at the time, I didn't know he was that way about music because I couldn't understand why I couldn't find it anywhere. You know, so mm-hmm. I was like, I don't I want to listen to him, but I, I, where can I find him? You know, and I, I didn't definitely want to just download music. So I have friends, luckily enough to, to send it to me. And a friend started me off with a uh, sign of the times. I heard that. And then after that, it was like it just I don't know how it came afterwards, but somewhere or another, I was just getting it. I was I was online all the time looking for new prints. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. So, yeah, it it just came out I, of so many channels. I'm, I'm curious because I excuse me. I've seen some I've seen all your videos. I've seen the videos where you review and talk about albums. And you mentioned that uh, you got signed to Times. It's not like someone sent it to you. Uh, what was the first Prince album that you bought? That I bought? Yeah. Uh, the first Prince album that I purchased out of my own money was like, okay, I can spend $20 on this cat off of Amazon. I want to say mm, the first album I bought. Because I bought so many. Uh, like where you physically had something. You know, Lotus Flower, Lotus Flower, okay. the three 
3D CD set. It was at Target for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't understand how the th- three CDs were so cheap. But that was the first. Yeah, that was like in 2000 and late, early, early 2011. And I got Lotus Flower, the three CD package. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. We're gonna come. We're, we're gonna come back to that. That's uh, that's very interesting. It's, it says a lot. Um, you talked about it's sort of hard to find some of the music, and you know, we always had discussions yeah. about you know tr- being able to get uh, access to his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. Uh, Brandon. Well, um, my perspective comes all the way back to the '90s. So okay. I okay. was. <laughs> Ooh, I was like three or four years old, and I remember my family was sitting in the living room of our old house, mm-hmm. and we used to have this um, this TV set that used to sit on the floor, those old TV sets, <laughs> and there was a VHS player on top of it. Oh, it was boy. like a, f- it wasn't the front loading one where you put the, the yeah, videotape yeah. <laughs> in it. You had to actually press the button, and the thing would. F- you know, come up. The eject up. button. Yeah. yeah. The eject yeah. button. And it'll come up. And you put the videotape in. So I came in the room. Real quick, I, how old were you during this period? I was like three or four. Oh, wow. Okay. I come in the room and I'm saying, what is this? It's like this man sweating on stage, no shirt on, got up. A blinder, some over his eyes, and I'm like, this, uh, this is crazy. Like, this is really, <laughs> I had never seen anything like it before. Was and this the Purple Rain, the Purple Rain movie. Okay, oh. so um, that was basically my introduction to it. I remember looking at it, and I was like, wow. And of course, you know, parents would would tell me, well, you really can't watch this, but I would sneak in and I would watch it anyway. I, I you know, I still have that VHS. <laughs> As was that Computer Blue you saw? Computer Blue. It was a Computer Blue performance. And oh, I also... I to see it that I used to watch a lot of Darling Nikki right after oh, that. So it was... Oh, I was like... That was my, my first exposure to mm-hmm. really the musician. You know, what I saw as the visual. Right. So right. I was like, wow. And then after that, um, I remember watching MTV. We used to have cable. So we used to watch like MTV and they used to have these little specials on and they did a special around the, was it the gold experience era? Mm-hmm. I believe it was. It was around the era, era of the gold experience when he um, came out with the most beautiful girl in the world. I remember mm-hmm. that video. It was a big deal. Um, then it was wow. the black album. They used to have like ads um, mm-hmm. went on there and I remember that ad. And then I remember this one uh, specific time on Entertainment Tonight, actually, when they were talking about um, Prince changing his name. And Uh, I was like, that was crazy. So that was my (laughs) that whole period, you know, Purple Rain onto what the media and all of that other stuff. That was like my first intro. So I'm like caught into the early 90s. I was like three or four years old. So that was just me. I didn't even know who Prince was. And of course, after that, Michael Jackson and all these other Uh artists, Mm -hmm. uh, Sly and the Family Stone, Stevie Wonder. So I was, Prince was kind of like my entry to music. Mm, For me too. Yeah, in a lot of ways he was too. What, what, uh, What album or song or whatever, what is it? Was there something that you heard at a certain point where you stopped and said, "Okay, let me really get into this guy"? 
Um, well, the first album that I remember hearing was the hits. Um, okay. There was a, oh, okay. a, I think it was the hits and the B sides, and my cousin had like the cassette tape, um, and she would play it all the time. And I just remember hearing this one song called um, "Raspberry Beret." Yeah, and that really blew my mind. I didn't even know what album it came from, where. <laughs> I mean, but it was it just blew my mind to who he was. I didn't even know that was the same man who was in Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. You know, so all this time I was like, well, this is him. This is Prince. So I was like, wow. And then um, I think the first album that I remember buying with my own money. I remember the day, it was the day after Thanksgiving. It was 2000, 2001. And I remember I was uh, with my uncle to buy some Christmas gifts on Black Friday. And I went to Circus City. This is when Circus City Circus. was. Yeah, oh, Circus. Circus City. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they used to have these bargains, right? So they used to have everything marked off and everything. Mm-hmm. And I came across an album called Sign of the Times. <laughs> and I didn't even I, I read about it in books because I have like a whole history with Prince, but I'm gonna sum it up. I um I came across the album. And I was like, wow, that's Sign of the Times because I saw it in a picture on in a book, and I was like, oh, I gotta pick this up. And it was like I think twelve ninety nine. I was like, yeah, I gotta get this because I had the money, and I went on and brought it. The night I brought it home. I think it was that song, The Ballad of Dorothy Parker. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I had to have rewind it like shit, like 20 times. <laughs> you sound like me. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you bet. I, I was like, this is unreal. Like, this is really Prince. So it was, I have like a whole history with Prince that I, you know, but that was really what set it off for me. I, okay. um, I, you know, that was, that was my intro. All right. All right. All right, Crystal. So same all questions. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm like I'm 31, so I was born in '84 when Purple Rain was oh, wow. just coming oh, wow. out. So okay. I really didn't even know what was going on until maybe like '89, '90. I was maybe like five, six years old, and I have an uncle of mine that is the biggest Prince fan. And he just he would just kind of just drill into my eyes. Oh, Prince is bad. Prince is this. Prince is that. And <laughs> at that time, I wasn't really trying to hear it because I grew up listening to Michael Jackson. Ah, yeah. So We're it was get kind into of Michael a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. um, you know, I just I just grew up. You know, we had that Moonwalker video and just played that out, and that's all that we really listened to. And then. You know, I didn't really hear Prince much in my house, not because of the Michael Jackson thing, but my dad, he was always playing James Brown and George Clinton, like Parliament, <laughs> all that. So, you know, all that stuff, you know, that I learned, you know, Prince kind of, you know, took not took from that, but just was influenced by that stuff anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, I learned that later on. But um, it's just funny because, you know, for the longest time, I... I could not get past the visual of Prince. I thought he just, he looked so weird to me. And <laughs> I didn't, ta- I couldn't take him seriously. And it's like, I I really had the hardest time getting past the visual. Like, I just remember what the, that, uh, that yellow outfit with. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> At that point, I was like, you know what? I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> so. 
you know, I mean, it's just that that just stuck with me for years and years and years. And just probably in the last two to three years, I finally learned to get past the visual. Oh, and, and you said you've been a fan since. But, you know, I just I think one day I was just sitting around and I just kind of got bored with my with my catalog a little bit. And I was like, I want I want to do something new. I want to hear something new. And I was just thinking about how much, you know, I've been told, oh, you got to listen to Prince. It's the music. It's this. It's that. And I'm just like, you know what? Let me turn off my blinders to this visual and listen. And so I started, you know, with um, Sign of the Times, actually. That's amazing how Sign of the Times is the first album that's like catching people. Yeah. And and just just like Brandon, Ballad of Dorothy Parker is that's it. That's wow. it. Okay. Yeah. That is it. So it's it's interesting because I swear I was it was just strange. Like he was just like he was I wasn't ready for him. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that says something. He says it. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> it's interesting, and I, I I'm gonna ask you guys. You mentioned another big piece of Prince. You know, yes, it's all about the music, but the other side about Prince is a very visual artists mm-hmm. you know that's the yeah. other big thing you know yeah that is a big thing well yeah. i'm curious uh and and for crystal in a certain way that mm-hmm. particular image of the get off performance sort of mm-hmm. you know uh got in the way of seeing the other side which mm-hmm. I, I hey and i i'm not mad at that because if that was the first <laughs> thing i seen brothers ass <laughs> yeah, I, right? I wouldn't know what yeah, the hell's like, going uh, on either <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm curious for for, for uh, Brandon and uh, Jesse, and you meant actually you kind of did mention it, Brandon. You said you saw uh, the computer blue performance from Purple Rain. Yes, I'm curious, uh, Jesse. What, do you remember like when you saw Prince? I don't know what what Prince, what you know style he was at that particular time. Was there did this stand out to you like? Um, it look? did. Yeah, like I saw Love Sexy. I saw the Love Sexy okay. makeup thing. With the um, you know, the jacket, and he had all the makeup on his face, and the police hat. Oh yes. And I was like, "What in the world? What is he doing?" Like, I couldn't understand it. <laughs> but someone told me it was the same guy from the One Night Alone video. Because I thought, I don't know, I, I, I was really, I didn't believe it was the same person because the changes just right. shocked me. It really shocked me. I was like, "Wow, he, he really looks different. He don't even look like the same person." Mm-hmm. And so. That that's what in in a way inspired me because it felt like he was a real storyteller because every concept and every album was different mm-hmm. and I I really like that it actually did good for me because I was on the opposite of you I didn't get it but for me it was like uh, wow what's the next one gonna be you know because okay. okay. it <laughs> it was just intriguing. But it, it, my my dad and my mom, they were like, "Why does he have to wear heels? Why does he?" You know, they could. <laughs> yeah. They were saying that back on back in the days too. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um. So, all right. Um. Wanted to get into concerts and, and visual things. Um. So, getting into the music is one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh. Obviously, guys, all about the music on one hand, but you know, there's many facets of Prince. It's also all about that stage. It's mm-hmm. all about that performance uh, and, and the experience. Um, when was the first time, and maybe it was Purple Rain for you, Brandon, but when was the first time you got to see a Prince performance? 
Well, um, I remember. And, and I'm, let me just say, whether you were okay. there physically or it was on video. Oh, okay. okay. You know. um, well, I remember the rave into the the year 2000 pay-per-view special. Um, my mom paid like, I don't know. I, I can't remember what how much it was, but I remember the pay-per-view performance. And I remember staying up past like 11 o'clock to just to see that performance. Wow. And it was like, whoa. Like I had never seen a full Prince concert in my life. But that was kind of like, that that really set me up to experiencing him artistically, the depth of his material and and everything that he was doing, um, showman wise. So mm-hmm. that was like my my entry point to seeing Prince in a full concert and all of his glory. So that that really <laughs> set me up for, I mean, for just a whole many years until now. So okay. I was like, I was intrigued. I'm curious. Uh... When was your first concert experience where you saw it live, or have you seen him live? I have never seen him live. Oh, okay. You've no. never seen Chris live, Brandon? No way. No, sir. We have to, we have to correct that. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I I have and I swear I'm going to do some work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, Crystal, uh, what was what was the first thing you saw? Well, I guess it was the, we well, you know, it was yeah. the Get Off performance. Yeah, wow, get, what get a, off what a was, performance. Was <laughs> but he, he rocked that, but, you know, he's like, yeah. <laughs> being a little, being younger, I was like, I do not want to see his man's <laughs> I just was not, I was not ready at all. Oh, like, man, none of us oh, were ready. <laughs> uh, when was the first concert, if you've ever seen him alive before? Mm, let me see. It was probably, does Purple Rain count? Well, no, I mean, when was the first, con- well, uh, I want to know when was first, have you seen him in person, like live? No, no, oh, and okay. I want to. Okay. I want to. <gasps> yeah, I no way! <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael, have you seen him? I know you've seen oh, him, Michael. Yeah, of course, many yeah. of the times. Um, well, you were going to say purple, pur- purple Rain. Have you watched a concert on video? Aside, yeah, have you ever seen a concert, a video concert? Mm, mm, besides Purple Rain, you know what? You had posted a link. Um, Put me on black. It was it was during like the Dirty Mind era or something. Okay. It, like I I watched that and that was pretty good. I right. like that a lot. Okay. So we we gonna we have to we gonna have to fix that too. Yeah. <laughs> now, Jess, let me let me let me let me, let me dial it back just a second. Now, Jesse, <laughs> you currently live in Minnesota. Yeah, I live in Minneapolis now. You live in so. Minneapolis now, and you are you are you seem to be at the park every other weekend. Pays the park. Yeah, so I open it. <laughs> I, I know you've seen him many times, but I want to go back to what was the first concert that you or performance uh, that you went to of Prince? Well, Prince was in Austin, and that was in 2013. That was the first show that South by Southwest, uh, and that came through miraculous circumstances, obviously, because I knew about the show earlier, but I just didn't have $700 to get in. (laughs) And I was like, man, I love to see you, Prince, but I can't break $700, you know? And then it was a surprise through Dr. Funkenberry's spreecast with Seth, and the MPG surprised me with a ticket to go, and they picked me up from my house in the limousine and everything. It was just really nice, you know, and put me in a hotel, and then I uh, I was on the VIP, so I got a chance to talk to the band, and talk to him afterwards and but the show was it was you know that was my first time seeing the print show and it was definitely 
more than I expected it, you know, even without the guitar, because he didn't play the guitar once. Interesting. But it was still one of those shows that I'll never forget. It was like a real big party and his voice was just crisp. It, it was really cool. So it was wow. one of my top moments. Yeah. Wow. What, what was the if you can talk about it, what was the experience like to uh, get to meet him? Yeah. That was even more surreal because obviously, you know, I just said just 2010 is when I started the whole thing, you know. That's Prince so, now. He's like, yeah, no. <laughs> Tell my business, boy. Meeting <laughs> no. uh, him, actually talking to him and actually getting a chance to, you know, just introduce myself was really cool. He's, he, I mean, just to know he knew about me. Right. Now, and this is off of the strength of, strength of, uh, you were on, uh, the Spreecast, shout out to uh, Funkenberry. You were on that show. Had you been doing the videos at that point? Yeah, I, I've been doing the videos. I've been doing the videos for like, I would say since 2010. Okay. That's when I really started the videos. Okay. Yeah, about Prince. All right, man. So, yeah. Okay, so that was the first show. Um, just to put mine in there, my first show was uh, the Purple, Pur- Purple Rain tour it came to uh tacoma washington which is sort of outside of seattle and that was a head bust uh it sold out but they sold tickets excuse me behind the stage like an elevated sort of thing Mm -hmm. that was behind the stage so you know yeah he's performing the other direction (laughs) but he would walk up on a riser and sort of come around sometimes to where we were at uh but even though I was in the back part, that music and just seeing it live, you know, I had just seen the movie and then to see it live, I was just wow. like blown away. Like, I was like, it was the first time I ever went to something where they were like jamming and it was just mm-hmm. so infectious. I was like, this yeah. is unbelievable. And I, <laughs> I was blown away and uh, the Sheila E had opened and I just, it's like, good Lord. And I was oh, wow. done. I was done after that. I was like, <laughs> that was the thing that changed me but um so that's interesting to hear uh about that y- your first times uh, i want to go to, to jesse a little bit and so jesse you've uh how many times have you seen prince live Maybe can, <laughs> there came a yeah ooh. okay south by southwest there was the uh october surprise at Paisley park that was the second time and then ooh, if i was to estimate because i've seen them here and there you know through the Paisley Park Adventures, which I sometimes even forget as a show sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say give or take good 10 times. Wow. Now, have you, oh. I think one of the ones I, things I saw you talk about, was there an opportunity where um, you and maybe some other people got to go in the studio there at Paisley Park and hear yeah. stuff? Um, yeah, he uh, had a listening party for the albums. Actually, last year when I went to Paisley Park, he, that was a trip that he flew me out there to see. And that was the first time I actually got a chance to, like, explore a bit of Paisley that I didn't see before. That was the time I listened I listened to the uh, Plexum Electrum and Artificial Age album. Okay. And that was the Studio A and Studio C. And there was another studio I went into. I can't think of the name. But, yeah, the same studio where he did the Plexum Electrum video. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had that stage set up. Where it was just uh, the music playing. Man, we so wow. yeah, we, got, we got to jump into this a little mm-hmm. bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> let me first off say that is so dope. 
of you know an artist uh prince of the caliber that he's at legendary og whatever yeah that he would be like yo i see what you're doing sir young sir <laughs> and and you know let me extend come come and see come to mecca come to the Jedi Council come to Paisley Park. <laughs> <laughs> come share. to the headquarters. Yeah, yeah it was this definitely. Thing. Yeah, he he's. I, I I can't thank him enough for those opportunities. Seeing Paisley Park and listening to, just being in his presence because that that whole day was really weird because it was it happened so fast. It was like okay, you're leaving in two. I was I left in two hours from the moment I got the ticket. Wow. So. You know, having to tell my mom and everything, hey, I got to go to the airport. I'll see you when I get back. You know, she's like, what? You know, and right, so right. that's a real that's a real boss move too. like Prince. Yeah, yeah we got tickets. Got to be, boom, boom, yeah, go. she couldn't believe me. I can't believe I'm bringing my son to see Prince. What? What? You know, what else? <laughs> and when I get there, I finally, you know, the first thing I do is I meet the band. They put me in a studio and that's when I listen to all of the uh, the music. So I, I hear Plexum Electrum for the first time. And afterwards, they escort me to a room where I talk to Prince, but I'm talking to him on the speakerphone. He's not even actually in the room. It's just me, the band. And he's like, so what did you think of the album? And he's giving me his spill about the uh, industry and where the industry should go and where he's planning on going with the music. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought that was it because he was like, all right, well, you know, thanks. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I got a chance to talk to Prince, but not actually in person, but still it was right, cool. Right. Uh, but then I left that room for a bit and then um, I heard some music like they put me back in the, the main entrance of Paisley and I heard some music and I saw Kirk. I'm like, it seemed like they're still talking. He was like, man, you can go anywhere you want to go. I ain't going to even say nothing. So <laughs> I went So I went where the music was and there was Prince jamming with uh, Leanne LaHavis and Trevor and Josh and Hannah. That girl was there. He sees me, you know, he gives me a handshake and that's when I hear Artificial Age for the first time. So wow. he plays... The gold standard and full. He's like, like, come here, sit on this chair. I couldn't even sit down on the chair because, as mo the moment he played the gold standard, I just start dancing and he's just <laughs> laughing. And uh, it was it was really a cool time, you know, just to be able to obviously be in his presence among the joy and the nervousness and. You know? wow. <laughs> it was that's crazy. That's, wow. that, that's like I, I got to go into my white guy voice. That's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> now nah, that's that's just really dope, man. I, I'm I'm just like real happy for you. It's, it's good to hear stuff like that, man. Because sometimes you, you don't think of people as being like real and mm -hmm. you know human and stuff. And like yeah, yeah. That, yeah, just, you know, sharing yeah, that exactly. type of experience with people is what you're supposed to do. So that's dope, man. I, ah, I'm so proud. I'm proud of you. Proud of him. Just to, to hear that. So, yeah. Um. All right. So yeah. Uh, what else I wanted to? Just, um. I wanted to ask you guys about the albums. Uh, it's a very interesting start albums. A sign of times. 2010. Mm -hmm. I, I love that 2010. It's like the, <laughs> the thing that just got you in. That's just so dope to me. Um, what do you guys think of, you know, a lot of times you hear conversation and we've had this conversation on this, this show many times about Prince's new music versus, mm -hmm. you know, the older works or uh, works that came before. Um, mm -hmm. Do you think it's, well, it's not fair, but do you, when you listen to the music, uh, do you think that it's different at all, or you, what is your thoughts about his catalog of music? Uh, 
I'm sorry, it's sort of a broad question, but, uh, you know, Jesse, for yourself, you know, 2010, what was the album that you, well, I think you said what you went back to, but mm-hmm. what do you lean toward? Is there anything that you like, you know, I, I play this all the time. This I, is my style. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Prince does a lot of genres and I tend to enjoy him most when he does jazz. Mm-hmm. I tend to enjoy his improvisation okay. and his funk sensibilities more so not, I don't want to say more so, but I listen to it more. Like Love Sexy, The Rainbow Children, One Night Alone, Come, something experimental even, something kind of edgy. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of Prince I really, I I think that's the kind of stuff I like. Like I love it when he, he tends to do things that, you like when you listen to Come for the first time, like what 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 came, what made you make a song 11 minutes and <laughs> take it all of those different directions? So I like it when he can expand, do edgy, not so more not saying pop is bad because I love the pop stuff mm-hmm. too, but I like it when he tends to bend him, himself and become a bit more vulnerable. So uh, right. that's my favorite. Uh, Crystal, what, what do you? Uh... Um, you know, I kind of lean. I of course some of the times, but I I actually really love the Parade album because mm. it's it's so like just mm-hmm. in terms of where uh, where his music was kind of before, and then this just. You know, I mean, even Around the World in the Day, too. Mm-hmm. So Around the World in the Day was like just those that are just so a departure from, you know, the funk, which, you know, I love Funky Prince, too. But mm-hmm. just those those albums, like especially Parade um, and the fact that, you know, just the funny thing that, you know, Kiss is on there. It's, Kiss sounds nothing like the other <laughs> stuff that's right, on there. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I just I, I really enjoy that and. You know, and uh, Jesse, you were talking about um, the song "Come." I I love that song. I know that sounds strange, but I do <laughs> yeah, love that song. I love right. that song. It's it's See? so like just the the horns, yes. just the horns, horns themselves. The bass, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah that, I know, I know. The, the part in so. "Come" where they, they the horns sort of come toward uh, toward the end of the song. Yes, that's just like I have to just keep that part going. Like, oh yes. God, yeah. his vocals. You hear all of these yeah. different prints mm-hmm. coming in time at different times. You know, and it's, yeah, it's just it's too good. It's too yeah. good. All right, uh, Brandon. Um, for me, just like Jesse and Crystal, I lean toward uh, Prince's adventurous side. So I. I'm more of a 80s and 90s guy. I like to listen to um, a lot of those mix of albums. Uh, the one I've really been listening to a lot is uh, Parade. Mm-hmm. I find myself listening to uh, Parade and Love Sexy, really, because yeah. those are the mm-hmm. two in particular where I felt like he was really going for unconventional territory. Like he was, yeah. he was just throwing stuff out there that just was not... It, you know, no one else was doing at that point. I can imagine. So it was kind of like, mm-hmm. whoa, what is what is this? Um, especially with love, sexy. You mm-hmm. know, mixing yeah. the secular with the spiritual, but it's all together unique. So that was that's really where I go for. Um, as far as his '90s stuff, I like I like new uh, new power soul. I'm one I of those love people. New power <laughs> that I, I'm so like, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah, I I listened to that probably <laughs> out of all of his albums. I probably listened to that one the most. That's one of them I listened to the most. Wait, I'm the so truth. glad you said that, ah. man. So, yeah, we're gonna have to. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. And, and that's one thing I just want to bring up real quickly. Like, a lot of people from maybe Michael's generation, they would go in on Prince for a lot of his <laughs> later material. Like, yeah. some, some of the stuff he did, like, in the late 90s to now. And it's mm-hmm. like, I, but I love, I love a lot of that stuff. That's the really the stuff that I really grew out of there was a time when i used to listen to raven to the joy fantastic that was like one of the albums that i had on in rotation mm. as a child so that was like that was crazy so yeah that's really where i i get prince that, that's from. interesting that you say that it's it's almost like i can see there's like three generations based off of mm. what you said uh there's the you know uh, the first order of fans the, uh <laughs> like my my cousin who got me into prince i always say she was heavy into, um, you know, when Dirty Mind came out and Controversy 1999. I didn't even really know who he was at that time. But when mm-hmm. I would visit her uh, in Houston, you, you, it was unescapable that that music was just playing at all the parties. And she was all enamored with it, which she should should be. I mean, it was killer mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Purple Rain comes out. And she was still into that obviously this was you know it was sort of the accumulation of this guy I've been rooting for the last four or five years now he becomes a superstar mm-hmm. and yeah everyone understands what I'm talking about and then he drops around the world in a day yeah. and, <laughs> and so this was the changing of the guard this was you know those of that first order was like whoa <laughs> what is this? Where's you know? Where's that funk, Minneapolis, you know, sort of thing? Ain't yeah, the cloud suit on now. Yeah, the, the yeah. music totally changes. But for me, yeah. that's one of the points where I'm like, whoa! You know, yeah. My head mm-hmm. is blown open. Like I'm on board, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm all into that. And she sort of falls back. And some of those, fans, you know, there's a lot of people that had something to say and sort of went into other things. And I would see the same sort of thing now. It's like so. And what you said. Uh, you take an album like New Power Soul and you know Thirty One Twenty One, blah blah blah, and some of the people from my second, the second generation part is kind of like, whoa, yeah, it's kind of changing up a little bit. It's not the same as that, but you know, you'll come in and you're like, whoa, you know, I, I love this. You know, this is amazing, da da da, which it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. So I think it's again, he has such a long uh, career still going, such a long body of work. And it's generational. And I think each of these three generations come in at a certain point. And the mm-hmm. great thing about Prince is that he is able to flip the script. Mm-hmm. Right. And oh, pff, oh, I'm doing this now. And sometimes you're ready for it. Sometimes you get ready for it later. You know, and so mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. great that. Uh, eclectic. Yeah. It's like, boom. I mean, like I said, 2010 could be the album that gets you in or you understand how new power soul is so dope that album uh and it it, it, but then when you take a step back from it like when i take a step back from certain things i can say you know what damn there is some heat on this later album or this shit is actually really dope i just didn't give it a chance you know and blah 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 i wasn't i wasn't ready for it at the time so there's a lot of stuff to He's Sick like that, in, definitely, man. where a lot of his music grow or it catches you at random. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, New Power So, it did the same for me. It was about last year. It caught me where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, now I see, you know, I yeah. still have certain things about it that I don't totally, like Freaks on this side, I still, <laughs> man, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, but, but I can still, 
be more accepting because I could. He just really is a different person every album. It it really yeah. is. Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah. uh, let me ask you guys this: uh, Have you had a chance? I'm sure you have. What is the uh, protege or Prince Associated album that you are like? This is my joint or wow i didn't know he did this um is there any side Ooh. project album that you just like woo. can i give like uh you may have a specific, couple yeah I, I have like <laughs> it's just you know what the thing with me is i'm listening more to his protege's albums than his own albums nowadays yeah. it's like it's weird like i'm listening to um the family mm. and that album is just like Man. It made my head spin when I first heard it. It's like this is the sound that birthed Parade and um, mm-hmm. Madhouse. It's, it's basically yeah. a, a merger of that, but he was doing it with these guys, and they kind of went into their own direction. And he was, he, I mean, again, it, um, the time, uh, the Times' first three albums actually, uh, the self-titled "What Time Is It" and uh, "Ice Cream Castles." Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of that stuff, and also Jill Jones. Mm. Her album is ah oh, yeah yeah bananas. Yeah. That's like my favorite female protege out of all of them. I'm not really a big fan of Sheila, but I <gasps> love Jill. I love me some Jill. Told me, Jill is my girl. Yeah, shout out to Jill Jones, man. Shout out to Jill though. She's cool. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, Jesse. Um, I'm gonna have to say, yeah, the first album from the time and go straight to Rio Valente. I know that was that came out later. Interesting. But Elixir, I feel, you know, when you listen to the production standard he was using, it I don't know, but that album sounds amazing. I listen to Elixir, that's one of my top albums. And it's not even I mean, he's he has one duet with her at the end, but I mean, wow. And I love Sheila E. And I, so I would have to say uh, Romance 1600, mm. more so than The Glamorous Life, um, just because I feel like Romance 1600 gives more of his actual production. Like, you really hear his guitar, and his, he's just, it sounds more of a collaborative effort, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have yet to listen to the Bria album. I, one day I will... Oh, dude! You know, no shade. I just, I just couldn't. I never, never gave it a chance. I did, I did hear the last track that you meant, Elixir. That is dope. I just haven't. You have to listen to. You'll get his. I don't know. He sounds amazing. Like the production in two thousand and nine. That's if. Ooh, I kind of wish that NPL Sound went that same direction because I feel like with Elixir, you got Cora, you got Joshua on bass and Prince. That's it, Hmm. mostly. They managed to, they just convey that sound so well. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it too much hype, but I, I swear, I guess you'll, I, I know you'll like it. I get you it later. Listen. Yeah, I get it. I know. <laughs> uh, Crystal, for me, it's gonna be what time is it from the time? The Gigolos get lonely too, and the walk. That, yeah, that's man. that mm-hmm. is it. Uh, I love, I love those songs. <laughs> uh, what's the other song on that song that is just an absolute classic? Uh, I don't want seven leave. seven I don't seven. Wanna... Well, I mean, yeah, th- those are like, yeah, yeah. Seven, I don't want to leave you. Yeah, yeah. That's like, mm-hmm. that. flip up at the end. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you you, you mentioned that, uh, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, come over here for a second. The next time you get in there, to Prince, I want you to somehow you can finagle a question and say. <laughs> Sir, um, I'm just curious, like, what what was going on at the end of I Don't Want to Leave You? 
Because yeah, it's like an abrupt drum change. There's got to be a 12 inch. <laughs> the there. mysteries of. of yeah, yeah, I know. I, yeah, it got to be a 12 inch of that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, so I just want to switch it up just a little bit. We mentioned this man's name a couple times, and uh, I think it's necessary to talk about him for a second. Michael Jackson. Mm hmm. Uh, you guys, some of you guys mentioned you are into, not saying that you're not, but you, know, you were really into Michael Jackson or you were very aware of Michael Jackson first, possibly. Uh, I know for myself, uh, I was in the era of Michael Jackson madness. Uh, mm. I was a kid and Michael was huge and that was before off the wall. And that was the first thing that I was all into. My, you know, I, See, that was Jerry Curl. Penny loafers, you know, beaded jacket, walking down the street, proud, <laughs> right, <laughs> head up, <laughs> and people were like, "Oh, you got it, you got it." I mean, that's how that's how deep Michael was at that time. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, uh, talk to me about Michael Jackson in terms of uh, you know, and then also I'm from the era where you just, you know. Cats was damn near ready to get in the blows over Michael Prince. Oh, all that, you know, all, you know, all that nonsense. <clears throat> what is Michael oh. Jackson? How does that? What does that mean to you as well? Is it fair to uh, even compare or talk about these two in the same breath? In your opinion? Well, not uh, to say I one is up. better than the other or anything. Like okay. That. Yeah. Yo, well, when I grew where I grew up. You know, it was always that thing where, you know, it was either going to be Michael or Prince. I'm a, again, I'm a 90s baby. I was born in 91. I'm 24 now. So when I look back at my experience with Michael and Prince, Michael, I was, I was a fan of both of them. I grew up with both of them. But I, my intro to music was absolutely Prince and Michael Jackson. So Michael Jackson, to me, when I was growing up, he always seemed to be like a white. I, I didn't know if he was white or black. That was always a thing because that was around the time his skin was, you know, changing. And okay. I really didn't really get into Michael. Um, of course, you know, I was into the Thriller video. I was into um, the History album, which mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, I got mm-hmm. from a family friend. Yeah. But my thing was, it, when I got with Prince, it was like whoa you know this is a whole nother thing so i really didn't i didn't know what was the hype behind um you know prince and michael jackson why people thought there was a big rivalry amongst them and you know what that was all about until maybe later on but my whole thing with michael michael always was a fixture in in my musical experience growing up and you know i lived michael when I I first saw the making of um, special behind Thriller the video, mm, I was mm, like, mm, man, that that had to have been a big time for uh, everybody yeah, in pop history mm-hmm. and and the world. I mean, oh, just course, looking at yeah. him, yeah. just looking at them, you know, um, and John Landis, you know, yeah. put that whole thing together. That was like, whoa! And then actually listening to the music, I didn't actually get into his three, well, into his adult. <clears throat> discography until maybe 2001 and that was around the time uh invincible came out Mm -hmm. so i you know i looked at everything i had you know been with michael you know he was going through the trial and everything and so all that stuff and then you know of course when he died i was like whoa you know this man was more than what i thought he was you know he had a whole discography with his brothers and Mm -hmm. everything so you know michael 
you know, he's just he's immortal and he's just as immortal to Prince. And I don't I don't get why there's that big rivalry. I, I never got it. But they they both did their own respective works. And that's why they're legends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, I, I know you are Michael. Uh, Hell yeah! Into Michael, I I'm see Michael it. all day. Well, look, <laughs> I mean, look, I love. I've never, I never understood the divide either, because yeah. it started off with Michael for me. Uh, I just got into, I, I started to look at Michael more than just this one-dimensional singer, and I started to see just his heart and what he was for. Mm. You know, yeah. so I mean, I've always been with his music, but just thinking of how he extended his music and what he did with his charity work and just his message of love and how he embedded that in his sound and his consciousness politically too, you know, that, that shocked me because a lot of people weren't talking about the things he was talking about. Um, and so, um, but I, both of them are, are equally, they have their own crowd, you know, and I would say, but I think, I think the reason why a lot of people stuck with Michael first is because he's been around longer. He's been around since he was five, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so seeing him from the Jackson five, seeing his evolution and then the things that he went through, uh, made it, I think challenging for some people. They didn't really know how to define him, but listening to his music, his production his I think he's, you know, him and Prince are two of my favorites. I don't ever look at them as competing. They've always had their own message and whenever, you know, they want to give it out. So, all right. Uh, Crystal, uh, sort of same question, but I want to add this to it, uh, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, <clears throat> and I think somebody mentioned it. Uh, when I think of Michael Jackson, when I think of Prince, I think of the soul, uh, and I'm not talking about soul music. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the message. I'm talking about that feeling that you get and whether that's, you know, from the uh, emotion of the voice or the lyrics um, you know, love sexy is a great thing for that. Like, there's mm-hmm. uh, a message and there's a feeling. It, this is my interpretation: the feeling of warmth and mm-hmm. you know, re- rebirth and things of that nature. And you get that from Michael too. Like his voice and the tone yeah. and what he's talking about. It's beyond just being pop records or mm-hmm. right, funk right records. Now. So I wonder if you could speak about. Uh, what do you feel? Do you feel any of these things uh, from Prince or Michael Jackson? Uh, do, do you like the message? Do you kind of get sort of what do you get from what they're talking about or what they've presented or what you've heard so far? It's a very, very good question. Um, well, being that I grew up more so with Michael and I'm just really getting into Prince, mm-hmm. like I actually can really feel kind of both what they're saying. It just took me a longer time to hear Prince. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that one is better than the other or, you know, this one did this and did that. But I just, um, both both of them resonate with me, actually. Um, the emotion that they do, um, you know, bring to their music. I, I hear it in both artists. Um, like I said, it just took me a little bit longer to really appreciate and listen mm-hmm. to Prince. And that's not taking mm-hmm. anything away from Prince at all. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I mean, I feel what they're both saying. I just was with Michael a little bit longer. Right. That's the only difference. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jesse, I, I know you can really speak to this as well. I've seen your videos and I've read some of your work, like, you know. Oh, I call, I consider you like a poet, man. I don't know if you you do, but I do. But <laughs> wow, what do you uh, what do you feel 
uh, from Prince Michael or whatever, just like in your own words, like what do you feel from that stuff, man? I just feel complete immersion. Like I think both of them have the power to convey their emotions in such unique ways. You know, Prince often used, you know, sound to convey, you know, he, he could play anything and everything. And it's not even his ability to play, but just his ability to arrange. I think a lot of people forget or don't really give credit to his arrangement ideal. You know, like he, he's one of the best arrangers I've ever heard how he can arrange a song right in time for the climax of the guitar solo or whatever it is. And that's always kind of stuck out to me the most with him. And with Michael, Michael just had magic. If I could define magic, it would be Michael. He, mm-hmm. he knew how to make it for a child and for an adult. It was never this absence. Like anyone can listen to Michael and feel that that bridge or get to the bridge to where it's like you feel good, but you also feel like there's a consciousness involved. It's not just technique. It's it's soul, you know, and mm-hmm. so with rhythm and all of that. So both of them, I feel, can just express. They 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 know how to express themselves in a way that it it hits your it hits your heart. It's not just yeah. you listening to it on the ear. It's just like whoa, it it's something deeper to it. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, you know, I think of Michael sometimes. Like sometimes you can just look at Michael Jackson's movements. Yeah, you get that. Yeah. You can see like that feeling. He really knows how mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. physically show you some. I mean, obviously you can do all this, but a lot of time you can look at him and just like, oh, okay, I get that. And I like what you said about Prince. Prince is like I was listening to um, Small Club. Man, we we about to do an uh, expert lover here in the crystal ball here in the, <laughs> with the, <laughs> with the <That's> siren. sirens. <laughs> Bombs explode. Was I saying? Oh, so I was listening to. I'm gonna. We're gonna go on restrictive territory here. Sorry, Mr. Nelson. Uh, small club. For I was listening oh, to. Snap. Yeah, I, I, was, I was listening Man. to to one of the songs Ooh. off of that last night. <laughs> and what I love this. In there, I don't need to be reminded, but it just remind me. Like, God damn, I. This is why I love this man because. I was listening to Steel Stand All Time. And there's parts in there where just harmonically when he's uh, singing and he does like there's a Mm -hmm. during that time, it was a certain way that he would play his solos like on the guitar. And it just would make me feel a certain way. You know, the other song that really does that on that is um, the cover he did. Just my imagination. Uh, that solo on there is just everything that i love about prince about prince exactly (laughs) it's like everything uh, i feel his heart just uh just gets you and it is a comforting sort of thing when he can engage see when prince does it that's the thing that i saw a lot like seeing him live and brandon and i hope you all you get the chance to see him live because yeah when he plays live he really knows how to do that. Yeah. Like I, my show was at Paisley Park and he performed Dreamer and that was actually released on SoundCloud. So you guys get a chance to, you know, check that out. Mm-hmm. But he also did uh, Crimson and Clover, which was not on it. But when he went into the solo, it was like, he man, I don't know how he does it because it feels like it takes a lot out of him in a sense because mm-hmm. his facial expressions, it, 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 he manages to really convey sound, especially through his guitar and such unique, I don't know, he's the only guitar player I feel when I listen to him, 
really listening to his guitar solos. This My Imagination is a great example. It feels like it's a story almost, you know, mm-hmm. and it is it's really phenomenal. It's like um, I almost <clears throat> sometimes I feel like it's his way of singing or something. It's it's so some it's painful when I say it's painful. <clears throat> I'm not meaning that it sounds painful. I mean, like, I don't know. And this could be just for me, but I feel like he's it pulls certain emotional things out of me that mm-hmm. were sometimes can be painful but it makes it feel like it's okay like it's like ah i get it and some of the it sounds like he's screaming like he mm-hmm. he can yeah. scream very well and make those sounds but some of his playing sort of conveys that and i'm just like god damn you know this is it's very yeah. interesting man it's yeah. just that's what, like what gets you of that, yeah yeah so yeah you have you guys you guys have to see him live Okay. At least one okay. time in your life. I'm going to put you that on know. top of my must-do list before <laughs> he passes. Before he, God forbid, I know. He passes. You have I to, have to do it. You have to do okay. it. You have to it's it's one of those things. It's it's much different listening to him on a, when I saw him, you know. And then my experience was kind of jaded. I felt because I'm like, man, why you didn't even play the guitar? And I, I told him that. <laughs> I was like, Prince, right, why didn't right. you play the guitar? And he was like. Well, the music was on point, so I didn't need to. Hilarious. Which he had a point. <laughs> it was like, but, <laughs> but the second time he made up because after the show, a lot of people don't know this, but after the main show I went to at Paisley Park, which was cool because he performed, but he didn't play the guitar either. He didn't play the guitar to Purple Rain. I was like, why why is he not? I felt like I kind of took it personally. <laughs> I was like, he playing the guitar because he know how much I like him playing the guitar. But then after the show, there was a little private party that was just 50 of us, 50 of us invited into the Plectrum Electrum room. Mm. And as, as soon as I walk in, you know, I'm this feels like a dream because he has his gold outfit on. His afro is all puffed out and he sees me and he points at me and he says, I have my guitar just for you. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, wow. That's a big moment. Yeah. yeah wow. Huge moment. And the first song he did was uh, Plectrum Electrum. No, that was the last song. The first song they did was actually uh, Stratus. Mm-hmm. And he went into Stratus and, you know, but when he got into, yeah. But when he, the second, in the middle, he was like, so what do you guys want to hear? So it was just complete silent. You know, no one said nothing. And then <laughs> it was like, Plectrum Electrum. And he was like, okay, cool. And then boom, 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 you know, straight into it. It was like, we all were like, you know, that was, so yeah, he made up for it, but Wow. You guys got to see him up. Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's 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 a must. Um, oh, we're gonna wrap things up. But speaking of, so you got to see him live. Um, I'm curious, is there another uh, artist aside from Michael Jackson, maybe, maybe somebody current or whatever, that you guys are really into that you think uh, can be or is like something you're really into and can be something like hey, I got to go see this or this is the next this guy is going to have his own sort of thing or woman. Uh, what's the other artist that you're into, uh, Crystal, that you just, think? um, well, honestly, my, my first, first love was Stevie wonder. Okay. Yeah. So, and my, I'm mad because my dad, you know, he lives, he lives across the country now, but he actually went to go see him recently. And all he could do was think of me <laughs> at the show. Cause he knows how much I, I love Stevie wonder and I, if he ever can make it out here or wherever's close by, I, I need to go see him. 
He he yeah. means he means a lot to me, for sure. Nice, nice. I need to see Stevie Wonder too. I've never yeah. seen him. Yeah, I have to see him live too. I really want to see. Stevie I'm just live. I'm a I'm a sucker for for keys, piano, keyboard. I just I have to. I have to. Yeah, you have. To. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about you, Brandon? Um, for me, just like Crystal, uh, Stevie is. I mean, I. After Prince and Michael, there was Stevie. Um, mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. me, I remember listening to the original Musicquarium, and I was like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. you know he he's a he's another one of uh, one of our icons that I just must see." Um, as far as the person who is now dead or you know had passed, I wish that I would have um, been around to see Marvin Gaye. Oh, that's yeah, another one because oh. Marvin just has something that. Uh, I think Mike, you just touched on it. He had something that, you know, when he sang, it's like he could tap into your emotion. Yes. So I would have, I would have loved to be around to experience that, you know, that type of thing, and and actually get to see him visually. So that that's two of my favorites. I I can't. Yeah, say I wish it. I had to see well, Marvin. Too. I know, I love Marvin. Yeah, love Marvin. Oh. Yeah, the story is crazy. I wish I saw both of them. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I look at Marvin the same way I look at Prince in some ways. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse, any anybody else? For you? I mean, you know, they said Stevie, and that's like, yeah, I really got to see Stevie. I got a chance to see recently, and Erica Badu. I would love to oh, see. Oh yeah, her. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I saw her once. Uh, that was yeah. She's she's the shit, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? He's uh, dope. The other person to me that I just I put all my hopes and like and I've said this many times I I feel like uh, and he's a student of Prince the uh, disciple I should say uh, it would be D'Angelo mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Archie yeah. uh, I knew you were going to say D'Angelo yeah. I knew you were going to say yeah. I hear so much about the show it's it's really good yeah, yeah I, I hear about it too I he was just here last week I didn't get to go I was ah, pissed he's about going to be here at first half I saw I that and yeah. I, uh, I couldn't afford the tickets, but I uh, definitely, I'm gonna still try to go out and just see what happens. You know, who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. a good plan. Have you? Well, and let me ask you, all of you guys, have you ever seen D'Angelo live before? I've never seen D'Angelo live. Oh, I haven't. No, nope. I'm, I'm ashamed. No, I, mean, <laughs> I, that, um, I saw him. Actually, I've seen him twice. So I'm gonna act like I have never seen him before. Mm-hmm. But it was such a long time ago. Right? <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, you know, uh, but. <laughs> The the first time I saw him uh, live, the the Brown Sugar uh, mm-hmm. tour, and he wasn't really that big at the time. You know, the album had just sort of came out, and he played here in Seattle, actually the same place he just played at. And I, you know, I had the album, but I wasn't really really playing it heavy at all. You know, I, I think I was just maybe playing Brown Sugar and possibly Lady a little bit because I just thought it sounded kind of cool. Yeah. And I went and saw that show, and he, you know, he's not the D'Angelo he is today where he's all mm-hmm. standing up right. and going crazy. He just literally sat at that piano, and I could tell he was very nervous. But mm-hmm. the music and the, the singing, I, I was like, I was, I st- stood there watching. I was like, this month, excuse me, <laughs> this dude <laughs> is giving me what I feel at a few of the Prince concerts I went to and some of the, stuff the concerts that I listened to I was like this is ridiculous and I'm like I need to go back and listen to this album because mm-hmm. this dude is I understand exactly what he's doing I was listening to yeah. the harmonies 
And this is when he had Angie Stone with him. Yeah. Yeah. Blown away. And then I really went back to listen to that record and I really I paid attention. I was like, okay. I really see what he's doing with his vocals and <laughs> I get it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, years later he does the voodoo. Uh and then, you know, you see that show and you can, you know, a student will see, oh, okay, that's that's the parade show. You oh know? yeah. You yeah. put it oh, together. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, yeah. but he's but I'm like, but, but he's doing it for today and with the hip hop sensibilities and you know the jd stuff yeah you know i'm like Mm -hmm. okay he's taking to the next level and then you know you have the the, you know black messiah and and i'm like it's a shame to me because the music industry is totally different Mm -hmm. and where i think probably 14 years ago or whatever he would be the end all or be all and there'd be you know no question yeah there's more opportunities for that thing to be bigger than it is but i'm just like I hope that things like him and other artists can continue to survive and do it because there has to be uh, that music that has that emotional, soulful, Mm -hmm. and I love that he's picked the guitar and is expanding it out, you know, Mm -hmm. not just staying in one lane. Because I think he's just carrying on this tradition of not only the Princes, but of course the Marvins and the Slys. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all of that stuff and I just think that he he can be like, like that and I, and I like the fact that you know he's got Jesse up there obviously mm-hmm. he's pulling from uh, you know, damn near, let me go get mm-hmm. the people that you're a part of <laughs> you know, and that's what I mean that, that's a beautiful thing because one is giving these people jobs is keeping right. you know these right. people mm-hmm. in the game and, but then he's learning uh, so I just think that I, I feel like he's the next He's already what he so, is, but I just yeah. hope that more of that type of stuff right, has a lane out, for it, you know, at least yeah. has a lane. Uh, and the same with Prince, like the new album. Uh, I'm glad that he is continuing to just put records out. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. even tripping on how much they sell and title and all that. But the fact that he still has the avenue to release music mm-hmm. and I know I want to hear it. I know, you know mm-hmm. uh, there's people that want to hear it, and I just want him to stay active, not only for you know live, but hitting that studio, man, and continuing to yeah, you know, exactly. put the music down. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just uh, uh, I love that he's still going. It's uh, amazing to me that after all these years, it's still reaching new people, and that's why I wanted to do the show. It's still reaching different generations, and there's such a breadth of work. That no matter when you jump on, when you're ready, you can be like, okay, let me go. Oh, he did. this was him? You know, like, like you said, I didn't yeah. even know that was the same dude. Like, oh, damn. Yeah, that's a good thing. He's always something out there on his. Damn. I mean, he got something for everybody. Even if you mm-hmm. don't like the stuff that he's doing now, the benefit is that you can go You can go in the 80s, you can go in the 90s, yeah. you can go the stuff he played live, the stuff he didn't release, the stuff he, you know, mm-hmm. it's so many, so many avenues with Prince. And that's what guarantees him for me. And uh, the thing is, okay. he's very eclectic, you know, mm-hmm. so it's it hits everyone on many chords, you yeah. know, just musically and spiritually and, and otherwise. So it's great. Right. Very true. Yep. Last question. Last thing is because uh, I say, you know, the other part about Prince, at least in my opinion, is is the visual. Um, you know, he's not just throwing on anything to wear. It obviously takes time to mm-hmm. put that stuff together and change it up. Uh, so I wanted to 
ask you about the videos. Um, have you guys had an opportunity to see, uh, you know, some of the older music videos or newer ones? But um, have you guys seen like the music? And I ask that because I know it's a little hard to see them nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But have you had a chance to see any of the videos? And did any of them stand out that you're like, hey, I love that video? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this real quick. And Prince, no, he was not like Michael with his videos. We know Absolutely. that. Not, I mean, he was he was literally just jamming. So there's no video. The only video there's three videos that stick out to me the most that I like, okay. which is "I Wish You Heaven," oh, "Dinner yeah. with Dolores." I don't know why, but I love "Dinner with Dolores." And then the other last one would have to be "You Make My Sunshine." Everything else, though, has always been. Uh, didn't really get it, you know, like Alphabet Street or I guess When Two Are In Love is a great video, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it for me with video. All right. Uh, Brandon? Um, for me, like Jesse, you know, I, but I, I like, I actually like most of his videos. Um, The video that I really uh, took a chance to kind of go back into was off of the I think it was the Diamonds and Pearls video collection. It was um Gangsta Glam. Yeah. Oh God. I'm like, <laughs> you like that man Keeney, huh? Not no 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 uh, uh, no. <laughs> I'm like, what is this shit? I, I never I never saw it before. Mm. I was like, what he was on some other stuff. Okay, this was around, officially think, released. Yes, this was. This I, I, I was bought it the like, day it came out. Tower Records. That, that was hot. I was like, <laughs> what is this? What I mean? So he has like, oh, I can't even pick a favorite. I think for me, the one that I love the most it would have to be "Money Don't Matter Tonight." I know oh, that's an interesting shit. pick. It's the one with, uh, yeah, I know Shy Town. Um, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. My okay. baby. My baby. <laughs> okay. Um, the reason why I like that video the most is because it has the social commentary that he really wasn't hitting that much. And of course, Spike Lee directed um a couple of versions of that video. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. the one with the uh black and white and uh the one with him that's actually performing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really the one that I've been watching. I was like, wow, you know, the visual and the, the whole montage of uh, news clips and, you know, showing the homeless and money mm-hmm. and people in unfortunate situations. So that's the one that I've really been watching. But, yeah, I've I saw Gangsta Glam and all that other stuff uh, <laughs> that I want to uh, that blue light uh, video. Mm-hmm. The 90s was I'll take that back. The 90s was a good the, the Diamonds and Pearls time and lots yeah, of those great videos. Three Chains of Gold. I yeah. was like, I looked at some of those videos. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Maybe. women without okay, but I, but I, I was like, wow, okay. He was he was on some midlife crisis. I think Frank wow. was actually suffering a midlife crisis, but it was so entertaining. So right. yeah, uh, Crystal. Yeah, I was the one that I re- like. There's two of them that I remember the most, just because they um, they remind me of like stuff that you know, like my family kind of like the kiss yeah. video. Yeah, that's my, that's that's. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the iconic. yeah the the outfit, the, the dancing, and and Wendy just yeah. I, it just it was cool. And then 
<laughs> to laugh, the sexy MF video cracks me up. The dancing in front of them, them cars in the garage. It was just like, what? <laughs> what is going on? It was just, it was so over the top to me. And it's, it's just. It was like a hip hop video if you kind of yeah, think about it, was, it now. like hip hop shit. Yeah, right? it just, it was just for the time though. And, you know, I was, when did that come out? It was like 91. 91. Yeah. Oh, 91, 92. Yeah, I was, you know, seven, eight years old. Wow. What? <laughs> this? This? Uh, that song, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. All right. Yeah, those. Uh, that was a home video, mm-hmm. video single. I mean, they sold that. I remember, that. I remember when that dropped out. That was dropped. Out. I was like, what is the? You know. It was, like headbuster, it was just crazy. I was like, this. Just scrub the dishes and just start yeah. going. Step yeah, yeah. It was a different <laughs> era. Troy, was yeah. it Troy Bear? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. So, yeah, this, I, I, I hope they put out. Uh, that would be cool release to put out. Like, maybe a Blu-ray. You know, I don't know, Warner Brothers or something. We'll put out all those classic videos even you know going all the way from the first out uh well, i don't know if there's an album well, i guess i want to be a lover might have been the first video and there's, mm-hmm. i think yeah. there's two versions of that video but mm-hmm. uh yeah starting from that all the way up to whatever warner brothers joint they got there's a lot of there's a, it, a lot of those videos again yeah you said they're not on michael jackson nobody was on mike michael's level video yeah well yeah, yeah. but i i thought his videos were great particularly um uh, I think they're perfect if you think about them in context. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because again, he would change his look so much from the previous thing, and this was, and this was a world before the internet, so there wasn't a lot of opportunities to see prints, mm-hmm. and so every time you saw him, it was such a drastic difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which is why why Kiss always stands out to me because yeah. prior to that. We only saw him in uh, the America video, which didn't get a lot of play. And then Raspberry Beret, which mm-hmm. got a lot of play. But again, that video was such a shocker because it was like, he looks, he doesn't look like the kid, you know, from Purple Rain. That's mm-hmm. all we knew, right? right? So you see the that video and you're like, whoa. His, his hair's, hair was hair's different. different. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. what is going on? And then, and then that video, and then you never saw him really. Uh, you never saw nothing else on TV <laughs> again. America didn't really play that much, so you just never saw him until the movie, you know. And then Kiss comes out, and that was such a drastic difference in look. And he was smiling, yeah. and, and, <laughs> uh, and you know, and before you never saw much emotion from him uh, on screen. And so to see him jumping around, dancing, he didn't have the guitar in his hand. He you know didn't have a shirt on. He just, he's like, wow, this is <laughs> this is happy Prince. Like I love it. You know, I was like, whoa, this is a totally different Prince. So I remember that always kind of stood out. But uh, yeah, I loved his style in the parade area. Era. Yeah, uh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the around the uh, world in a day era. I love the hat that he was rocking mm-hmm. in uh, America. Oh he was yeah, doing the whole trench coat. That was cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all right. I mean, this has been an excellent, excellent show. Uh, we're going to have to have you guys back. We're going to have to do an album review. Oh, we may have review. to actually, yes. we may <laughs> actually have to come back and do, well, no, let's say this, we will. We're going to do New Power Soul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's do okay. that. Let's do that. <laughs> That's my joint. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about that. So we'll definitely come back for that. Um, 
what I want to do now before we get out of here, I want to let people know where they can find you guys online. Uh, starting with you, Jesse, uh, where, tell us uh, the name of the YouTube channel and where they can get to you online. Uh, so my YouTube is uh, Jester Rants, which is J-E-S-T-R-A-N-T-S. So just like Jester and then add ants at the end of it. Um, and you can find my Twitter at Jester I7, E-Y-E-7. All right. And, uh, yeah, uh, let me also put this out there. Uh, J- uh, Jesse? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be your Jerome. So the next oh, time bro. Prince call you up, well, Prince, I need another one for my valet, uh, Michael Dean, because I, I got to get in there. But anyway. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> I hold the mirror for you. <laughs> Brandon, where can they find you online? Yes, I'm I'm on Facebook uh, by my name, Brandon Owsley. I also have a YouTube channel um, where I do videos. Um, it's Brando Soul, B-R-A-N-D-O Soul, S-O-U-L, all together. Um, I also have a Tumblr. Um, it's brandonowsley.tumblr.com. So you can find me on those spots. All right, all right. Crystal, where can they find you online? You can find me on Twitter, uh name is uh chris niece it's c-r-y-s-n-e-e-c-e and that's where i'll be all right ladies and gentlemen there you go let us know what you think about this show leave your comments uh questions on the facebook page or on the site of course uh also check us out at podcast juice on twitter and uh podcastjuice.net is the website also you can check us out on facebook of course hey you always uh, I'm, I'm, i'm i'm losing my my voice and i'm tripping Work it like a job. We will see you next time. My name is Michael Dean. Peace.